Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Especially in Arkansas, they're taking on Stanford tomorrow at 1 o'clock. The heat index for Omaha around that time just a mere 106. So it'll be fine. It'll work out. So you fans, just make sure you bring plenty of sunscreen, drink plenty of water, because it's going to be a hot one. And speaking of hot ones, we always on Friday get welcomed by our very special guest that always knows all things Arkansas. So let's go ahead and welcome in our guy, Steve Sullivan. Bo Whittle! Bo! Bo! He's a Friday night touchdown star all the way to the end zone to make it 20 to 6. Steve Sullivan on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. It's Double B's. Let's go to the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Steve Sullivan of KATV. What is going on, my man? Hey, how you doing there, buddy? Enjoying it up there in Omaha? Yeah, so far. So far, yeah. we're. Uh, it's a little warm, but the crowds are out and the fans are out and... It looks like it's going to be a great weekend for the College World Series. And, Sully, I know you've been you've been up here a few times. Well, what's your whole take and what do you think about the World Series experience up here in Omaha? You just, I'm amazed by the general interest fans in Omaha. You know, you'll have your, you know, your Razorback fans, your Aggie fans, but just the folks who pack that stadium for every game. I mean, it's, a, it's really an amazing uh, host city in, in the job they do in, uh, in making it an event. And, um, you know, my as far as the baseball, the one thing I want to watch here is it's usually a graveyard for power teams, a lot of long fly balls. But, you know, Oklahoma's already had one leave the park, and they had 28 homers a year ago. And both Arkansas and Stanford uh, rely on the home run. And I think both those teams would rather have it home run friendly. And it would be interesting to watch the two games today and see how many home runs are hit and see how the ball's flying in that stadium because usually it's not good for power teams. Well, what what they've said also, Sully, is, uh, you know, how the ball flies when it's hotter. Of course, at that stadium, the wind blows in, but the fact that we know it's going to be hot there, and so it'll be interesting to see how that does factor out with the heat. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, with this team. I get the feeling with this team, more than other teams that have been there, that this team's there to, to win it, you know, and – you know, I think Stanford feels the same way. And maybe because this is an older team, and a year ago they felt like they were the team to beat, and they're on a mission not just to, you know, get to Omaha, but to get far and, you know, to try to win this title. And um, I, I feel like this team is, is really focused in, and this first game is so crucial. And, you know, you talk about the draw, you get another blue blood, and it should be a, it should be a heck of a game. Yeah, it should be, and that's the thing about uh, you know Arkansas and Stanford is that they faced each other already this year, Sully, so, and I feel like, you know, not only that, but also in the bracket, you got Auburn and Ole Miss teams that Arkansas has also faced, so just looking at the whole situation there, familiarity is definitely a big thing, and it makes you wonder, is that an advantage for Arkansas? Is it a disadvantage, or does it make any difference if you face these teams already during the regular season? No, I don't know if it makes much of a difference, because it was such a different game back at the beginning of the season when it was like 40 degrees, and um, you know, they, they, they were two different teams at that point. And, you know, I, I don't think it's, it, it's much of a factor. I'd probably rather be the team that lost in that circumstance. 
you know, because I don't think they saw Arkansas, you know, nearly at its best that on that day. So with Arkansas and the way they played down the stretch, they were the power hitting team that we saw for most of the season because that's what they relied upon. But now they've been getting those timely hits and playing a lot better as far as bringing runners in when they're in scoring position. And there's a lot to like about this team and how they played down the stretch. But all the teams that are there in Omaha, they played well at, at a certain point down the stretch to be able to get there. So everybody is on a high, and now it's about trying to take it to that next level, and that's where Arkansas is. Yeah, and I like with some guys that are playing their best ball this season, and that what you, that's what you want. Like Peyton Stovall, is that that train is going just it's going up, man. I mean that guy is just he is. His stock continues to rise every game. He's a different guy at the plate, and I feel the same way about Brady Slavin. He's been a much better hitter in the in the postseason, and you know to to have guys playing their best ball at this time of the year. And Connor Nolan's had two great starts in a row, and his mojo is back. Um, I, I, you just feel good about this Arkansas team. I mean, it's it's not like you're relying on one or two guys. I mean, I don't know how many different guys hit home runs in the regionals, but at least six or seven. And that that's what makes them dangerous. When you come up in the last inning, like, you know, they were in North Carolina, and you're down by a run, and you've got seven, eight, and nine, and you feel good, then, then you're in good shape. Like, I felt good about, uh, you know, Stovall and battles coming up, and, and even Gregory, if they kept him in the lineup, because Gregory is such a tough uh, at bat as far as a guy to pitch to. He can draw walks. He gets on base. He doesn't have a great average. But um, that's when you know you got a good lineup. When you're down a run and you're in the ninth inning and it's kind of a must-win game because you don't want to play that game three because you have you know, horrible memories of that. And uh, you get it done with the seven, eight, nine guys, and you feel good about them. Yeah, and I think that just, you know, guys that you've been able to count on all year long have, have stepped up, but then you mentioned Stovall, and I think Michael Turner's been another great uh, addition too, but it's the pitching, man. Like, the fact that you went into North Carolina and you had Connor Noland and Will McIntyre, your starters, do what they did going five, six-plus innings, not having any runs scored on them, I know that's always, you know, easier said than done because it's just one team in a couple games, but... Man, that's the type of thing that you really hope gets some confidence to not only them but your whole pitching staff if you're able to, to go in against some of these opponents and keep them from scoring high-volume level of runs there in the early part of the games like Arkansas struggled with so much this year. And one thing we've been good about in the postseason that people did to us during the season was we've been driving the pitchers count pitch count up. You know, and they haven't been doing that to our pitchers. You know, and, and, and that's something to watch you know, early on is, you know, does Connor Nolan have 40 pitches after two innings or, you know, or 25 pitches? And Arkansas is so well-equipped in the bullpen. And, and, and he's going to treat this first game like it's, uh, you know, game three of a, a, a Super Regional because he knows how important this first game is. You know, not only does it, you know, put you in the winner's bracket of this four-team uh, little regional, but, you know, it keeps you out of the heat in game two where you play at night. And when you go, you know, a, a, a series where, you know, we have to play four games in four days, if you four games in five days, if you lose uh, that first game, um, you don't want to pile up a couple of days in the heat. And that, that could take a toll on you because it's going to be extreme heat 
well, moving into next week. Players have to stay ready at all times, and for a guy like Jackson Wiggins, we didn't see much of him in the in the last series, and so now you're at a point where he's well rested, and we know how how great that pitching staff has been all together. But it has to be really good for a guy like Jackson Wiggins, well rested, and now if they call upon him, he'll be ready for the moment. Yeah, I don't know where he is in Dave Van Horn's circle of trust right now. That's the big thing. <laughs> we know the guys who are right in the middle of that circle. You know, you got Nolan, you got Hagen Smith, you got Evan Taylor. Um, you know, you have Morris, you have you have certain guys that he really trusts. I don't know where Jackson Wiggins is now in the circle of trust. I, I think McIntyre has moved into being a guy that, you know, is, is, is probably the second starter for him. But it depends on what happens, I think, you know, when you look at what happens in game one. Uh, where are we at? You know, for must win in game two, it'll be interesting on the pitching decision. But um, it's so important to get this first game. It's it's like the the it's the same as a, a regional that you play to open up with four teams. You got to win that first game, and if you win the second game, you're in great shape because then they got to beat you twice. Yeah, see, to me, that's one of the biggest keys, and honestly, what helped Arkansas in that 2018 year, just making it to the finals, is the way they performed and able to get those early wins too and you know the the combination of having the double elimination and then if you make it to the finals it being a three-game series it, it just seems like something again maybe I'm, it's just recency bias maybe it's because i'm looking through uh and, and the wrong lens here but it just seems like the way that arkansas has been playing and the teams that they've beaten and the way that they've beaten them and in different ways they're starting to truly show that are they the same exact team for 2018 no but it seems like they have all the pieces and that they're built to make it to the college World Series finals where it wouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, right now you, you see a team coming out of, you know, the regionals and super regionals with really no weaknesses. I mean, the starting pitching has been good. Relief pitching has been good all season. And now they're hitting, timely hitting and for power. So they really come into this playing their best ball, which, you know, we had hoped all season. And, you know, we were wondering if we'd ever see them play their best ball. You know, you just hope they didn't peak in, you know, Chapel Hill. And it would be interesting to see, you know, because you, you, on the other side, if they throw Tyler Williams, you know, the guy who said his offense, is, he doesn't lack confidence, better than Arkansas's, uh, that's a guy who gave up seven runs in an inning to Connecticut. So his mojo, if we can get to him early, uh, you know, he's got to be lacking a little, even though he's obviously a very confident guy. But, you know, the guy that they pitched, the lefty they pitched back in early in the season in Round Rock, he has been more of a reliever here lately. But he struck out 12 on that day. And you would think they'd start him. But, um, you know, when you send whoever you send, do I think, to the press conference is the guy you're probably going to send to the bow in game one. Sully, and looking at some of the other teams that are – in the College World Series, what, what are your thoughts there? Uh, Notre Dame is a team that got there, and they knocked off number one overall seed Tennessee. And so we talk about all these teams playing well. Ole Miss was one of the last teams in, and then so many SEC teams that made it to the tournament. So what do you think about some of the other teams that are involved? I love having a lot of teams. You know, every, I like having played and knowing everybody in our region because there's no unknown there. I mean, where you where you get thrown in with the Notre Dame, and all, all you basically know is they won two out of three at Tennessee. And I think if you look at the two regionals, even though Stanford and Arkansas are pretty stout, 
I think the other half may be a little more difficult. But Oklahoma's a really hot team now. Yeah, in fact, watching them right now and just seeing what they're doing against Texas A&M, I know it's early, but 8-3, to three, and once again, they have uh, runners uh, at first and second with two outs. I mean, they're just finding ways to, to chop it away against A&M. And, and that's just what's the craziest thing about the college baseball to me, Sully, is just, you know, we saw it with Tennessee. They didn't make it to the World Series, similar to what Arkansas did as the number one overall seed. There's Ole Miss that was a team that a lot of people didn't even think they belonged in the postseason, and here they are in the College World Series. That's what makes it so much fun, but also, as Dave Van Horn said so many times, what makes it so hard to get to this point? Because you could have a great team. You could have a bunch of pros. You could have all the things that you possibly need, and then your season's over before you know it. And so that's a lot of having, ha, kind of happening here in this World Series where it's so wide open because a lot of these teams, many people weren't even considering being in the World Series a week ago. Yeah, at least it is a double elimination um, little you know, format to get to to get to the uh, the finals, and if you get beat twice, it's it's on you. You know, it's not like you ran into, you know, one pitcher who just, you know, you just couldn't handle. And and the thing I worry about in this ballpark, if the wind is not blowing out, is you know a lot of long fly balls, and um, and you, you don't get the home runs that you normally get, and it kind of throws you off. You know that they, but you you mentioned that they did a better job, probably the best job they've done this season, just manufacturing runs in the in, in the North Carolina regional. Didn't score a lot of runs, but they manufactured runs without the home run. Sully, depending on what the results and what Arkansas does, are you going to make it there at some point if they are able to get to the championship series? Yeah, I think we'll be there. KTV will be there if we make it to the championship series. And, um, you know, the atmosphere in 2018 was crazy. I mean, it was, you got to figure at that point, you, you're down to two teams. So you've got the tickets from the other six teams that are, 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 are open for business there. And Arkansas fans did such a good job that it was, here, here's a great, uh, <laughs> here's a great line. We were interviewing one of the travelers. And I forget where he played, um, but he played. It was one of the earlier World Series Arkansas was in, and it was Ben Attendee's team. And he pitched against Arkansas and actually beat them. But he said he realized it was a big game when he was warming up in the bullpen. And he said that they started calling the Hogs. And he said he was the opposing pitcher, and he hated to admit it, but he got goosebumps. <laughs> he said because he knew it was a it was a huge game because he heard that cascading down and he, and it's just a a great example of the influence Todd fans can have in Omaha. But here it is, the opposing guy warming up for the you know for the biggest game of his life, and his biggest takeaway years later is the hog call in Omaha <laughs> that he got goosebumps. And they're they're calling for the other team, but that and that just gives you the sense of uh, you know how big this is for Arkansas, especially if they can get to that championship series. And it's basically a home game. Yeah, that's that's an incredible story too, and, and that's the thing that uh, we're actually here at DJ's dugout, and that's Sunny who runs this place. Like she loves Arkansas. Now she has some connections there as well, but she just talks about that like, hey, she welcomes the Razorback fans. She loves the Razorback radio stations and obviously allowing us to, to come up here and do it. And I guess it's just a thing where 
because it's in Omaha all, the, all these years and that there's certain teams that find consistency there, it's almost like every time you come up here, you felt like you never left. I don't want to call it a second home or anything, but you know Arkansas has been here enough times to where a lot of people here in the community and other teams and everybody, they know all about the Razorbacks and the Razorback fans too. And you don't get that in any other sport. You know, you don't in the championship game. Um, you don't get that. I mean, where you can get in the finals and you can have a distinct home advantage outside of maybe the Oklahoma softball team. <laughs> Obviously, they played in Oklahoma City. But uh, this is a, uh, I mean, when our, and, and, you know, that's, that's very close. But, I mean, this is, you know, Arkansas fans making the trip, you know, five, six, seven hours. You know, to, and they make it a home game. I mean, it is going to be – it'll be incredible, again, if we get to the championship series just to see how many Razorback fans uh, purchase those tickets. And uh, and they'll own that stadium, regardless of who they're playing, whether it be Oklahoma or – I mean, it wouldn't be Oklahoma, but Texas. And um, it, it'd just be fun, I think, to play Texas in the final. And I'm already putting pencils in the final. We got to get by Stanford here. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big game on Saturday. Sully, we're getting towards the days of uh, the the sports that we usually watch and and uh, follow. Now it's getting to some alternative sports. Hopefully, Razorbacks are uh, in Omaha for a long run, and we'll be able to talk about them for a while. But what's coming up at KATV from a sports standpoint? It's uh, it's kind of when you still start. It's it's the time when you start creating. I mean, you start thinking of uh, stories maybe a little outside the box. You know, people are always thinking. You know, football, basketball, slow day the other day, and just the the forty times came out for the uh, the mile times came out for the basketball team, and I got Coach Z on because he had watched them practice, and you know, people are already excited about the basketball team and any kind of story you can. I think can find uh, leading up to football or basketball season, and um, but you got to create this time of year. You guys got to too. You got to grind. This is when, when Razorback baseball ends, and hopefully it ends in a championship. You know that's when the grind begins of the summer. Yeah, but it'll be worth every single minute of that. So if it means that they want to want a college world series title, because man, that would make it uh, so much more fun too, and uh, to see it all. And, and it's just a. Uh, you know, this I wouldn't say it like erase everything, but it just makes me wonder would it, if Dave Van Horn won a title, do you think that he would? Re- how long would he remain the coach? Would he retire? I mean, what do you think? No, he's having too much fun. He looks too good. He isn't retiring. <laughs> there ain't no way he's retiring. You know, and uh, we're about the same age, and you know, and uh, I know I feel great and uh, love what I do, and I think he's on the same track. And you know, he has spent years building this where he had a you know the facilities the recruiting and i don't think he built that to have someone else enjoy the you know the fruits of his labor you know that he wants to live this out you know and the fact that they become you know almost regular to the world series that's the way he he wants to and he'll leave when you know he feels like it's time for him to leave but you know as long as he can recruit and, uh, you know, still feels well, he'll, he'll be running that team, whether he wins or not this year. I don't think it's any kind of this win national championship and retire. Well, Sully, Sully happy Father's Day. Have a great weekend. Yeah. You too, and hey, enjoy it there, buddy. And uh, it's, uh, you're doing a great job, by the way, getting all the venues. Uh, you're like a machine going place to place. 
<laughs> well, I appreciate it, it, that, it, I credit the buzz for backing up, backing you, but you're doing a tremendous job just going from uh, site to site. Uh, when do you and Joe actually see each other again? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is the ultimate question, man. That is the ultimate question. But we, I appreciate the kind words. Appreciate you coming on. Have a great weekend. We got more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us, folks.